Hello, welcome to Switched On. My name is Mike. I'm here we have Riddle, and this week we're going to be discussing physical media versus digital downloads, the pros, the cons, um, and what we our thoughts and opinions are on it. Really, um, let's start straight to the current collector maniac as it goes at the moment, <laughs> physical media. What's your initial view? Well, I suppose, what would you pick above one or the other? This is a very good question. It's a good topic to bring me, right? So it depends what system. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. so, um, so retro, yeah. retro, hard, 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 hardware <laughs> all the time. <laughs> no, none of this. Uh, I love physical media <laughs> or hard media as I called it earlier. <laughs> yeah, hard media. <laughs> yeah. If we're looking uh, more modern systems, I'm a bit more open to physical, uh, to um, to having not just physical copies but digital copies. Mm. The problem you get with digital is, for example, I've got PS4. Yeah. I've got uh, the monthly subscription, so they give you games. Yep. You get inundated with games, and they just get pushed to the wayside. I mean, they may be really, really good. I just can't be bothered to play them. Sport for choice. Yes, yeah, sport for choice. Kind of taking a kid into a sweet shop and saying, <laughs> here's all the sweets that you want and it loses its appeal, right? Yeah. Like, I can have them whenever I want. I'm Although, interested. As an adult, I still probably have However, on a PC, I particularly like digital media. Yeah, but I'll put this question to you. Do you not think that's conditioned behaviour through the way that Steam has worked? And it works so well. Yes. That, that because it works so well that you're more inclined to feel that digital downloads are more appealing to you? Yes, but it's yes and no. But if you look at my Steam library, it's not massive. Mm. I've kept it very restrictive because I wanted to only download the games that I wanted to play. There's only one of them. There's probably about three or four games. So no humble bundles with, with dozens of games that you just don't want because they were 99 or 79p or whatever yeah, you want to track. Exactly. Like, okay, cool. Um, so what are your views? Because that's oh, pretty much mine. I've changed. My attitude's changed a little bit. In recent years, I was very much absolutely for physical media. Yep. Um, I've very rarely traded in the stuff I've owned as a kid. I've got, I've got mm. stuff that dates back to early 90s, late 80s that I've bought when I was younger. I kept mm. hold of it. I made a couple of mistakes trading in my PS1 and a couple of games back in the day. Mm. Lost a few other games for various other reasons. But I'm a, just a, I'm, I'm a hoarder. I like collecting <laughs> collecting stuff. And, Called and, me to collect the maniac. Yeah. <laughs> um, boxes and bo- I've got boxes of boxes in my loft. Mm. Um, you know, I keep everything. Um, all the plastic wrapping, that, that stuff comes in with consoles. Um, yep. and, and games, pretty much the same way. Um, I'll keep in the scratch-off Nintendo Club Nintendo points you used to get for Nintendo games. Mm. But with recent years having shifted back into the PC gaming sector and with Steam, yeah. I just instinctively digitally own games. Yeah. Um, and it's led me to sort of a new behaviour. If it's first party stuff or games from developers of franchises that I really love that I think have history as well with them, like a game yeah, like yeah. Legend of Zelda, I will always buy physical. Yeah. No matter how convenient it might be to own that digitally, if there's a physical copy, I want that copy, especially usually a limited edition version. Yeah, which is never really limited. <laughs> it just it just sold as such. Yeah, and it would go in my my cupboard. Um, cart would stay out, and I pop the cart in when I want to play it. And but if it's a game like let's say I, I particularly like all of a sudden an Assassin's Creed game, which I'm not oh, a yeah, f- yeah. massive fan of the franchise, 
I'm still not inclined to buy the physical copy because the history of the franchise to me isn't significant or important. Okay. A franchise like Uncharted, which I've loved, I haven't played the latest one, but I've loved the first three. If I had a choice to buy digital or physical, I'd buy physical again okay. because they've historically been great Google. games and they've, yeah. they've, they've got that fame, if you like. So, yeah, I'm somewhere in between. So, indie games, um, small pick-up-and-play games, puzzling puzzle games. Yeah, I love I love a digital copy because it just boots up straight away. I've got the choice in front mm. of me if need be. I don't switch carts. I'm out and about. I want to play a quick game of Picross or Tetris. Yeah, yeah. Just up. I have a cartridge to pop in. Okay, so, for example, where digital games, I think, come into their own is 3DS. Okay. So Interesting. You, you want... So I like playing my 3DS, so I've got <coughs> like digital games on there, but I actually own the physical copies, which is quite bad. Because I love the physical copies, but I also like having a digital version, so I want to take like a 3DS with me, and I've got like Super Mario Brothers 3, I've got like five or six Zelda games, I've got um, probably about seven or eight Game Boy games, because I literally cannot put a Game Boy game in a 3DS. And when I go travelling, I don't want to take a £400 Switch with me, because I'm like, if I lose that or spill water over it, I'll be really annoyed. However, with a 3DS... It's an expensive edition of a Switch. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's expensive. It's a limited edition. Only yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah, just yeah, thinking limit. if you yeah. liquid damage and you've no, got your yeah, game yeah. cards. You've got everything in there, yeah. You, if you, you take everything with you, it's a, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get that. But it, it's, it's, it's a bit like um, owning a phone and, and being overprotective with battery usage. Mm. All your batteries going to last longer. But... It's not convenient to no, it's not, not. not use, just let it, just use it as you would like, right? It's a bit like a the Switch. It's great, it's portable. If To me, I would just take my Switch with me, take all my carts, and I, I sort of, on the opposite, I'm like, well, it's a portable console. I've got everything like that. I've got a nice little case to put my games yeah. in. But there is that somewhat anxious feeling of what if I lose just the game case? I've lost my games. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas um, I, I, I felt recently as well with, with digital is, with platforms like Steam, I can have a game that came out in the late 90s that will, unless something drastic happens or the inevitable flow of time, for the foreseeable future, I'll be able to play that game Yes. at any point, any time. I'll yeah. sign into my account, download it, a few hundred megabytes, I'm playing it. doesn't yeah, matter yeah, if it's good, a good girl. powerful system, a weak system, a new system, it's accessible. If, if I come to your house and I go, let's play this game, we'll sign in and I'll play my game. Yeah, exactly. If I didn't bring it a cart with me, it doesn't matter. That's where I think digital really comes into its own. In its own, yeah. That's why I think Steam appeals so much as well. So back in the uh, early or late nineties, when PS One was really, really popular, I took my games out, had all my games in the CD pouch, <laughs> left my friend's house. For some reason, my bag come undone, <laughs> oh. uh, and then I lost all my games, oh, no. and I lost probably one hundred and fifty, two hundred pounds worth of games, maybe That's... more. That's when you start wearing a patch that, and a peg leg and going, ah. Yeah, yeah, you feel like... <laughs> yeah, I just want those games back. I've paid for them once. I don't have to yeah, pay yeah. for them again. Had all the boxes and all in good condition because I bought all of them from you. Oh, and, and And that kind of has made me probably a little bit more apprehensive to just digital only. But in certain situations, like I said, I take my 3DS because I still feel that my 3DS is good enough for portability. And there's still a lot of games I haven't got to play on there. So I love that for portability. And to be honest, I've got one of those battery packs that will charge my 3DS about five times. Mm. Yeah, I'll get more power out of it. So for me, that's perfectly suited. And I know the Switch is absolutely amazing. You can buy loads and loads of games for it. But to me, the Switch is... I, I want to play it, 
I'll pick it up and put it in the bedroom and I'll fall asleep with it. That's yeah, random yeah. stuff like that. I think the 3DS still is a, a well, it is a portable console. That's what it is. Mm. And it feels that it's that's purely what it's meant to do. So it's, it's I find that with games that were developed, and we're going off a little bit of a tangent, but games that develop for like the 3DS, yeah. they're developed with portability in mind. Yes, they're developed exactly. with the idea that you're going to play for a certain length of time or you're going to mm. um, have a certain attention span or, you know, with, with AAA console games, it's great being able to play them on the go and it's great, you can just pause them at any time, mm. but the actual design of the game isn't built around that per se. So while it's still great to play them, they're still not mobile portable games. Yes. Um, I think about certain uh, Mario games and how short the courses are work really well when they're portable yeah. um, Odyssey great you can find a moon every now and again but psychologically you never feel like you're finished with a level until you're out and done right? so you yeah, yeah, okay. play a little bit it doesn't feel as level complete you know, done that puzzle mm. and this is where physical and and, and uh, digital comes in hand in hand so, mm. so for example I think you're right on buying the big releases and I can see kind of, I like both, but for me personally as a collector, if there's something I really want, I'm in the same court as you, I'll have that game. Yeah. If it's something like Provolution or FIFA, I don't care about well, the value of those. Any game with a number in it loses value pretty much. Oh, a yeah. year rather uses value drastically when the next iteration comes out. Um, there are a few examples, Final it, Fantasies. Yeah, but they're not really based on year, but I mean, like no. when you've got like, you know, Madden. 2002 yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. It's like next year it's for 79p or yeah, exactly. nine dollars in, in the bargain bin. Um, yeah, because no one wants it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm really starting to see less value in a physical copy now in terms of like... Okay, so here, here's a bit of a myth. Everyone talks about owning a game when you own it physically yeah. and you only own a license when you own it digitally. Well, technically you only own a license when you buy both. Yeah. It's the same principle except that you have the control to physically keep that game and play that mm. game so many years later. Whereas if you own a game digitally, let's say Sony goes under and they can't, you, mm. they close down the services of PS, CSN network, PlayStation network, rather, then you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You You've can't ever access game. that stuff again. But then emulation comes into play, and I think there's a sort of parity and fairness in that, um, in where you can say, I pay for a game and you still oh, got it. Yeah, play it again, yeah, one way or another. But you've also got the issues of physical media has that issues of disc rot, which yep. is obviously starting to come into play. Exactly. So and that's the other side of it. I don't play my SNES games anymore because it's... Might have degradation. Yeah, yeah exactly. There might be something worn out over there. Some, so many mm. times that that electrical current can run through that board before something fires or just isn't able to do that anymore. Or the yeah, battery yeah. runs out, got to change the battery. And battery it's not worth messing around like, with... Yeah, all battery. discs will degrade. Yep faster than cartridges as well they will degrade and mm. they will cease to just be anything they will just be just clumps of you know a little plastic disc yeah exactly and that's all which is where I think so that's why I like that the physical copies are retro but I am kind of getting more into the mm. digital copies because of this and I think probably for preservation purposes we should go a lot of the retro stuff should go digital and things like like newer <clears throat> consoles that have recently come out on where our colleague Sai, who's also with us on this channel, has uh, uploaded a few videos on um, the latest SNES clone that he's got. Is it's because it's on PGA, it's it's basically an identical copy using hardware, mm. but you have the ability to rip the ROM to, to the actual device, yeah, yeah. Which, which I think 
that is where you've got physical copies, but you'll also have a digital copy. And I think that's the idea. And yeah. I think that's where you want to go. Yeah, I think so. But one thing I will say, though, um, that's worth mentioning is we talk about disc degradation of, of physical media. Yeah. But something special about physically having a game. Yeah. Opening it up physically, you know, you're having more interaction with what you're doing. It's a much more personal yeah, experience. Exactly. Then you've got the case, right? You've got the box art. Yep. And you've got the booklets. I know they're all but nearly dead now. Yep. Um, you get a little leaflet telling you the basic controls on the front and back. I get why that's happened. But still, historically speaking, and with certain cases mm. and certain games now, it's just something tangible. In that, it is tangible, but something of value in having that, that physical... And slapping it in there. Putting it on your bookshelf or your, your, your DVD shelf or yep. your... Um, game shelf yeah whatever having you want. it on display um, and knowing that it's a bit like a photo right you can take mm. tons of photos on a digital device and never see them again because you never print them out you don't you, you sit for a photo album and you go through the photos and you you, you sit down around it and you're like, I remember this and it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it ignites nostalgia and memories mm. um, and normally when you don't do much with digital photos they just exist in a clump of mess somewhere on yeah. some sort of cloud server and you're taking hundreds drive. of the same bloody yeah. photo yeah yeah and that's the same with um bit like Paris as well if you owned every single game it loses the value like what are you going to try that game for more than 10 minutes because you didn't pay for it it's free right like you just give up like it's meh I didn't really get yeah. into that game I've got these other 2000 games that came out on this system it's just what's the point yeah, exactly. um, and there's something to be said for the physical collection the yes. aspect of it being on show and I don't mean it from a narcissistic or vanity side of things I own this game but just you know, you look at your shelf and you see your family photos. Mm. It's the same as when you look back and you see all Queen of Time up there, and you're like, "Oh man, I remember that game." What, you what have such a memory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe you want to boot up again because you remember it. And it's something to consider, I think, when it comes to physical media. I, I, I think there's uh, something has to be said for balance. Yes, um, I don't think it can be all one or all the other because it's now to the point where I see a lot of other people have a sim- have had discussing like uh, physical versus digital media mm. and some people are always pro or some people are always pro physical mm. but you are right I think you need a balance as well I think you need to have both because you've got like indie developers that may not have the money to physically fund actual hard copies of it well, but yeah, it's, it's, it's gamble as well right when, yeah. when you make a physical copy you're already outlaying X amount of more money in mm. hoping that you receive you recuperate X amount back Yes. Um, you think about Rocket League, right? how massive that game is for an indie yes. perspective. That started its success by gambling in a different way. We're going to only sell the game digitally and we're going to yep. give it away for free on the PSN network. And then from there, people are going to reciprocate their love by buying a game on different platforms or buying a game again. On and PlayStation buying a network. DLC, and which so is so what I did. And yep. it thrives on, on digital. They, You couldn't imagine them having... Well, yeah, I know they didn't. They've always said they didn't have the budget. No money was left to advertise this game when they finished it. So they physically, had, they were doing an option for them is to go the free route and see where that happens mm. uh, or see what happens with that. So physical media costs money. Um, yeah. It is a roll of dice. It might not mm. work out. It was more so roll of dice when it was the only option, especially back in the SNES era. You paid yeah. for X amount of cartridges to be printed and they either sold out and you requested more well, they didn't sell, and it was it. You never got your money. You know, you could, yeah. Essentially, you were stuck to a certain yeah. extent, anyway. Um, or just overprint them like ET, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, be, end up in a desert somewhere in Arizona. I think that was a plan all along. We'll overprint it. We'll bury them. We'll find the burial site. 
Mm. <laughs> and so we copy for yeah. a huge profit yeah, exactly. so many years later. Um, no, there's there's definitely something to be said for, for a mix of both. I, I don't exactly. Think, I don't think you could be on either side of the fence. And, you know, Steam is the best model, I think, for, for the digital side of things. Perfect totally example, um, playing Stardew Valley, you know, you would be playing Stardew Valley, you like it, I sign in, you can't play it. Yeah. Cool, that's fair, I get that. You go and buy it. Yeah, exactly. So it's a bit like a demo. If you love it so much, you're going to buy that game. Yeah, exactly. Um, and play that game. Yeah. And you see that instance happen. Yeah, so why not? Because it allows us to, to, to share stuff, but not always have to be like, well, you like this mm. game, but it's not really for me. Mm. Or that game's brilliant. You want to play multiplayer, and we'll just bang on and jump it and yeah. buy it. So that kind of stuff is is good, and, and I think that's where where a lot of like consoles don't quite get it yet. Yeah, I mean, see, back in the day, I just lend you the physical game, right? Yeah. Here you go. You borrow it. You play it. Done. And then I'll be without it, but you'd have it and you could play it. And the fear with digital only games is that you lose that, and that was the whole. Ironically, what Microsoft was pushing for, and that was a terrible conference when they announced the, yeah. the, the Xbox One. Don't get me wrong, but it's the, the way principle on DRM and the way they wanted to approach that was pretty interesting. Yes. Even had like a returns policy, a sell-on policy. You know, it 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 had potential, but obviously they went about it the wrong way. Sony come out and went, "This is how I lend somebody a game." Boom, and bam, now's in the it. coffin. That's the end of that. They went up there, and it's killed it's them. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but that's what Steam's done all along. It's what PC gamers have accepted all along. Um, but yep. from the console market, there's a lot more apprehension there. But we're seeing sales figures come in about the increase every year, year on year for mm. digital above physical. And part of the reason for that as well is the fact that games aren't ever really finished now when they launch. Yeah, so even true. if you own a game physically, n- now it's compressed to a disc because it can't you can't fit it all on a disc anyway, so then you have to extract and install it on the hard drive, much like a digital game, yep. which means that you're only using that disc as a what's DRM. It's what's reading the, the, the code. It's all for as you got the game. You can play the game that's installed onto your hard drive. Exactly. And then you've got updates, which go onto that, expansion, DLC, and all of a sudden your game is a lot less physical than what it once was. Exactly. Where's the collection purpose in Destiny disc? Prime yeah. example, Doom. Yeah. 90 gig. Yeah. That's how big that game is. I've got, I've got on Steam. It's ninety gig. Man, try and fit that on a. You have to have what two Blu-ray discs. So, let's so say you own the physical copy on an Xbox One or PS4, right? I've never, yeah, I've never owned it. So you, you're essentially on a installing copy. it onto Drive, so it will still run. But when you have got a game like Destiny, people love Destiny. They sold collector's editions for that yeah. as well. In ten years' time, when those servers go offline or that console is no longer accessible, and you're sticking it in an old PS4. You're not going to be able to play it. You've not collected anything <laughs> because half online. the game is is missing. It's yeah. updated, and and it, even if it even if the servers are still up and running, but you can't download the DLC, you're still missing. You know what I mean? You're missing yeah. so much content. Or when your drive files is yeah. another or, thing. Or like games like Final Fantasy 15, which bring DLC after DLC after DLC after DLC. Unless they bring out a complete mm. disc, you really are owning part of that game. Yes, exactly. Um, so I think you are right. Some instances definitely they need to have like digital copies because it's 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 just the way the the world has kind of switched and while whole gaming works mm. so something like <clears throat> breath of the wild you play it in 15 20 years time even if you didn't have the patches it would still work It'd still run yeah. it'd run so i think in certain aspects you're right and i think where you're saying what i do like is when you get like the collector's edition or like 
best thing, best prime example, Xenoblade's collector's edition when you had that lovely book, or um, Maker had that lovely book. They're both the same size, but having something like a collector's book is kind of just as important as having like sometimes having a physical game because mm. sometimes you just want maybe a little statue. Yeah, even guides and stuff, right? Like yeah, I used yeah. to buy my guides for old Final Fantasy games and. The information's on the internet, but there's something nice about having the book. It's there, it goes on your bookshelf. Or when you're stuck in that one game. And you remember remember in the like early nineties we had to wait for like Games Master magazine. You used to find up Nintendo Hotline in the Oh Nintendo now. Hotline yeah. <laughs> rack up your parents' phone bill. Yeah, yeah, they should get really upset. But you know. I didn't get that because I wasn't I didn't have Nintendo at that time. I, I was more I, I had more um, Good drive. Mega Drive and I had PC as well, so I'd like PC in the early nineties and playing games like Doom. And to be fair, the internet we didn't really have. Yeah, we, we had like like you had to ask your mates. It was word of mouth. It was like, did yeah. you know if you put this code in, it can do that? It's yeah. incredible, and it, it would circulate and it become more social. Exactly. But yeah, the the hot games, <laughs> the hot games are now. Yeah, when someone would come out with a cheat sheet for like GTA oh, 3. Oh, God. <laughs> that was <laughs> like, funny. And that was really, and that was still, you know, it already well established itself as a, as a, as a resource. That is true. Um, it just took a while to get there, didn't it? Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing here is, especially with this generation, we've seen the transition truly happen. They, they started it with the previous generation, but this generation, digital delivery, um, always yeah. on service, games of service. Um, downside to that is when the server goes down you are screwed yeah but like I love I love the virtual console on Wii that's closing down this year yeah that means that actually closes every game down. I've bought for, if I wanted to buy a Wii again I couldn't re-download those games I've, I've lost those games they're on an account somewhere but whether Nintendo ever sort of reaccess that or I think they're just going to purge it it's, it's not no. invested well, I think what they're going to do, it'd be interesting to see what they do. I don't, I think what they, this year, in March, they stopped the Wii account. On 26, you couldn't buy any more points. I think they're keeping it alive for another year. Mm. 2019 is when they die, or when it yeah, goes uh, offline. Yeah, they've, they, they've, they're longer selling points now. So you can't buy, essentially, new mm. games. Um, Which is annoying. It'll be closed within a year, and when it's gone... Um, it'll be gone I mean the Wii U's got their own version where you can download the older games with, for the Wii U with the, yeah I mean but if you never had the game if you had to physically download yeah, the yeah, game yeah. you can get the Wii U versions if they've been re-released for Wii U which oh, yeah, like yeah. add a pound or two pounds to the original purchase and you get them back um, <clears throat> but do you want to do that with like 20 games <laughs> but that's that's how accounts that's an account system right? that's yeah. the future of, 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 of again Steam does it best it's just, I think, going to roll over bit by bit until you know it will never go away. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, they never. That's a overstatement because at some point it will die. It become something else. How it does yeah. that will be. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Sony with the PS3 to PS4. You owned a game on PS3. It didn't work on the PS4 at first, True. but then they're starting to have some stuff carry over. Yeah. Um, Xbox One. Xbox One have done brilliant with it. Yeah, they, they, the well, backwards compatibility side of things. Yeah, so like if you go on your 360, for example, pretty well actually Microsoft with their dire first press conference and now turned it around in terms of release from a pleasing the fans perspective. I mean, exactly. financially, I mean, in terms financially, of financially, yeah, it's not done butchered so themselves yeah. slightly. But I think, I think what you've got to look at is the way that they're pushing their digital content to say, hey, this is an Xbox One, but it will take 360. And I think Sony could take a little leaf out of their book 
I wouldn't be surprised if the Switch did the same thing in a slightly different way. Well, so Sony tried the, we're going to resell you your old games via uh, online service, right? not it? Like you, yeah, you like, like stream it through sort of into... PlayStation Now, and I don't think they can do it because it's not like a PC where you can just download it. What they should have done was done something similar to Steam, done it as that sort of model and said, look, you pay this monthly subscription, you play this till whenever you stop paying for it, bang, job done. Yeah. Instead of paying, what they're trying to do is, it's slightly different from what I understand, so you pay your monthly allowance and you do whatever, but it's streaming. Instead of streaming, it should be downloaded to your console, which I think is a bit yeah. terrible streaming. Yeah, I mean, again, the internet just never feels quite ready for that experience as well no. you know how good your internet is anything happens with ping or downtime or whatnot yeah, exactly. um, and you're restricted want... by the the download limit you have yeah. so if you live in an area like for example your your isn't <laughs> quite as good poverty one. yeah in internet <laughs> poverty which we're going to upgrade the whole country to thanks open reach yeah <laughs> no, to but fiber optic like um, Nintendo had been doing it best historically like, yeah, if, yeah. if you forget like the SNES N64 and um, GameCube. You're moving on from there. The Wii played GameCube games. Yeah. And the Wii U played Wii games. Yeah. Um, the Game Boy Color played Game Boy games. The Game, Game Boy, Boy Advance, Advance plays Game Boy Color and Game Boy games. The Game Boy. Well, the SNES actually plays Game Boys as well. Yeah, yeah but I mean, for an adapter. Yeah. I mean, like in its natural state. The oh, yeah. DS yeah. played Game Boy Advance games. Yes, it did. Um, and Game Boy Color. DS Lite, that was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but didn't play the original Game Boy games. Yeah. Something like that, right? And the 3DS, and the 3DS play plays DS and, uh, and 3DS games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. And then the virtual console sort of came into its own in the yeah. Wii and 3DS era, um, which is a great way to preserve games, but you just got to buy them again. It's not really inheriting an old system. But like you say, at what point does your physical media even work? Yeah, exactly. At what point does it, you know, maybe it lasts a lifetime maybe it lasts half a lifetime but the more you use it the less likely it's going to be to work in yeah, yeah exactly so digital in that res respect is, is going to be a future longevity yeah yeah. I just think like just the option just yeah you know look at uh, Breath of the Wild when Switch launched it sold 105% it's so cool. it, it, it sold more than the console launched so that means people were buying more of the game than there were consoles out there yeah. What's the main reason? People are buying digital and then they're buying the physical to keep the physical copy. Yeah, keep it neat. Yeah. 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 And shouldn't have to do that. What I think would be a good good idea in the future is perhaps we've mentioned this before on this channel, yeah. is maybe when you buy a game you get some sort of digital version. Um, yeah, exactly. obviously the, the issue then comes well then you just have a physical game on, but maybe it's a question of every so often you have to pop the carton or every yeah. so often you have to remind you, this, the system that you own the physical game to validate your digital game kind of sounds like a bit what? convoluted with that actually but there will be some sort of system I think there should yeah. be some sort of system yeah yeah disables your game until you put it in yeah but then you know, it's not that that sounds like a terrible business model on paper but there or, may or, be something the, around that or right? they could go right well you own the physical copy we can see that so we'll give you a discount towards the but if the physical cart has an actual serial number on it oh yeah so that right? serial number gets linked to that exactly. game exactly and then you've got the serial number for, for the digital one again I mean yeah. you, you activate it once and then maybe you have to re-type in the serial number again every so often maybe when you change systems so you really are truly stuck that game and maybe it just costs a little bit more than a game by itself maybe you pay instead of £50 you pay £65 I'll be willing to do that just to have, both. have the physical copy for collector purposes with the yeah. nice cool sword and the stone but whatnot. have every game where you go yeah like a compromise yeah exactly. especially seeing as digital 
is huge profit margins for these companies, companies because yeah. they take they cut out the middleman, they cut out the manufacturing costs, shipping costs. They've um, got their own service, just upload it. The other advantage of digital, which we didn't actually speak about, which is something I want to quickly inject, is release dates. That's why physical's gone up. So you don't have to wait out in the cold anymore. I remember waiting out in the cold for GTA 4, got all at home. Uh, did, what did I, I think I played it on the... I can't remember if it's a PS4 or 360. One of them I, I played it on and I had to wait it for it doesn't. to install. <laughs> what well, must have been a 360, yeah, because I had to install it onto the drive. I had four discs to install, three discs, oh, I can't remember. No. It took ages and then I couldn't play it. And I was it like... with PC gaming sticking in each floppy one after the other. Yeah, to get, like, God. Oh, come on, 1.44 megabytes is not quite cutting it for this. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, it's the same sort of idea. If we have like digital, so I bought a game recently on the Switch digitally, and I downloaded it four days before it even come out, and as soon as the day come, I could just play it. Yeah, I love that. There's another. There's another pro to um, digital as well is when you develop something with physical moving parts, like a disc reader. Yeah. Um, they are more inclined to break. Yeah. Um, just like a hard drive is from a solid state drive. Mm. Um, as well as that. You've got the noise factor, the heat yeah. factor. From a just from a technical standpoint, point, yeah. you know, an architectural point of view, it, it's nice not to have those components. Obviously, from a usability point of view, pre- you know, but I can watch this DVD on my PS2, or I can watch this video yeah. on my PS PS3. So yeah. it has its value there. Um, but you're that's, right. That's why I can see cartridges in terms of the Switch model coming mm. back, maybe with the next gen consoles, especially because the biggest issue before is well they're not actually carts um, but the cart format before was so much more expensive to manufacture yes for arguably a lot less space than what a CD was offering now it's the opposite way around it's the other way around right yeah. discs are still only a few pencil um, to, to make but you carts are much more expensive and you're getting a lot more space and a lot faster read write speeds exactly um, which again if you install it it makes more sense if you buy a physical yeah, it means, it, means uh, it doesn't have the issue of installing. Yeah. The only problem is then you are truly kicking off backwards compatibility. If PS5 comes out and it has no discs to up, then you truly are nipping physical backwards compatibility in, in, uh, on, on the head. But again, you can't play PS3 games or PS2 games or PS1 games on a PS4 when no. it launched, so it wouldn't would be, be unusual. Yeah. And then you, you have no disc drive, you stick in carts in the top. Um, I, 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 I like the sound of that, personally. Yeah, go back to carts. Yeah. Well, they're tiny. More durable. They are more durable. Yeah. Um, I remember washing a few of my Game Boy games by mistake. Yeah. Still working. <laughs> and the thing is as well, with the original carts, because, um, I mean, again, what's sold now is just essentially physical, solid media. It's, it's not a cart like nutritional. It's micro SD card, isn't and it? The, and, the ba- and the battery built in. Which yeah. is, uh, they, what they are now really is just a place, just like you say, like a micro SD card. They're flash exactly. memory. Yeah, um, exactly. And... They're priority, obviously. That will last... A lot longer than say a cart, which will have to change your battery at some point. Um, yeah, and your disc will just like dissolve somehow. <laughs> I'm not really sure how it works, but I know it just yeah, dissolves. They chemically, they chemically break down over time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and the more you have strong lasers on the discs, the more likely you are to chemically break down and just kill them. Yeah, but then you could argue. I mean, everything will wear out. That's just the nature of the world. But yep, time isn't it? Yeah, can't and, argue um, that. Nothing makes you feel more old. <laughs> then watching YouTubers are realising they're the same age as you <laughs> oh dear oh man that guy looks pretty old but wait he's talking about 
living through the 90s as if it was his youth because it was and that's what BNR is and now we got um, this digital only generation coming yep. in um, well not digital only but digital predominant and it's just completely different from when we grew up with buying yep. a game you physically picked up the game you opened the booklet yeah, you looked at the box art you read the little bits on the back just to make sure you're going you're to shop right you're like I'm going to take a gamble on this but now it's just it a dime a dozen for reviews out there everyone's got an opinion you you're making a decision and you're just clicking a button and you got it, not even having to leave the house and it's just done like that, especially if it's a small game. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, or if you've got a Steam account, you can just literally buy an account, download yeah. it before you get home. It's like already yeah. on there. You know, I used to, used to hear about a game coming out and you used to have to get the magazine that would have the exclusive review beforehand and yeah. it was just one person's opinion that you was trusting. Exactly. In, which is kind of better. You know, it was kind of like there was no mixing stuff up, not getting confused with no somebody who hates something. Yeah. yeah, with I hate this game because of, you know, the frame rate drops to fifty nine. Who cares? Mm. It, I think a lot. <laughs> you are right. Like we've kind of explained, obviously, digital versus uh, physical media, mm-hmm. and you can see, obviously, there there are good points and bad points of it. But I think a mix is probably. My view, and I think that's my view as well. Yeah. I'm still edging towards physical. But the more I spoke about this today, the more I'm like, yeah. It, it, if if Nintendo, for example, come out and go right, this account system done, going to work across future systems, in I'm much more inclined to go. Yeah, exactly. Because I want to some files in the future be able to access my virtual console library from the Wii. I just don't think it's ever going to happen. Even if it's just a small fee to upgrade, but yeah. just to know that I have access to those games, Steam has bought me. Yeah, that's the problem. Once you get used to something like Steam, like I wanted to transfer over my 3DS collection, which is where my biggest library is. You can do that. You have to phone them up. You have to get the serial number. Yeah, but that's going from one 3DS to another, but you you are right. But that proves that there is some sort of account system in place. Exactly. So they should should allow us then to put it on the Switch. Because that's what I really want. Because I want... I think we, 3DS and Wii U, should all be... If you bought it, you should be even if you have to pay like fifty p a game, one pound a game, I think max, no more. And I think you, I think you're being greedy if you're going beyond that. Yeah, but like you know, all wireless controllers should work between the same company. Like why, why don't your three sixty controllers work on an Xbox One? It's just a firmware update. No, no, it's cheap. <laughs> you no, know, so the reasons to you know, you, people argue about hardware compatibility. At the end of the day, it's just using some sort of frequency that you. Should you could probably set the console to accommodate mm. one way or another. Um, this question was raised, and I know we're digressing hugely here, but this question was raised in regards to the Wii U Pro controllers. Yeah. Um, the Wii U controllers working on Switch, and Nintendo's response was like, we'd look into that if the kind of demand is there. Well, ah, you're not doing that. It's 60-odd mm. quid a pop for a Pro controller. It is. Probably People want 50. that Pro Controller, they're going to buy it. Yeah, and it's sold really well. It's, um, everyone I know has a Pro Controller. That means they've gone out and bought an additional controller, even if they're playing the system by themselves. But we found when we bought it, I saw the original controllers, and then I saw the Pro, and I went out that afternoon and bought a Pro Controller. Yeah. And I think once your friends have it, and they're like, yeah, it's really good, you're like... But that, oh, but that comes it. back to like digital. Like it, I think the incentive for, cost, for companies, and same physical backwards compatibility perhaps is, well... Nostalgia is bigger than ever. People live for nostalgia. They live to to relive yeah. the 80s, 90s, noughties. Um, so how can we resell it? Certainly. I just think digital is probably the way that we're going to get the best. Exactly. Of, of, of that. But yeah, cool. It's been a long one. Um, but 
Very been an interesting conversation, so yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Any comments? Please Any leave your opinions. feedback. Yeah, yeah, opinions. Yeah. Um, on, yeah, on that note, next week, at least two of us of the trio will be going to a retro gaming um, event. It's an event in yeah. London, yeah. Um, and it's a London gaming market. And they'll be there on Sunday the 15th. So we're going to go there and uh, have a look. Catch a bit of footage. and Catch a bit of footage. We go there every year. Yeah, right? at least two or three times a year when we can. Um, mm. And then we're just going to have a look at what, what, what stuff's available. Which ties into the physical and digital. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't do that for digital collection again. No, right? no, no. So you go in and it comes back to collectability. It's like, cool, I remember this game. I'm, no, I'm going to buy that. Yeah. But yeah, stay tuned for the update. Yeah. Digital. Stay sweet. <laughs> Thank you.